The peace of our Lord be with you. It isn't often that we get to see Jesus surprised, astonished, amazed. But, as you may have noticed in this morning's Gospel lesson, when the Gentile centurion said that if Jesus would just say the word without so much as even going to his house, his servant would be healed. Jesus was so amazed that Jesus said, Not even in Israel have I found such faith. It isn't that there was no faith among Jesus' own religious tradition. It's just that in this Gentile stranger, Jesus had met someone whose faith was so extraordinarily deep that Jesus was amazed and said, Not even in Israel have I found such faith as this. That small snapshot of Jesus, amazed by the faith of a Gentile stranger, rolls around every three years in the lectionary cycle of gospel lessons. And every time it comes back around, it reminds us that we never know where or in whom we will find faith in God and the love of God. The evangelical Christian missionary E. Stanley Jones, in his biography of Mahatma Gandhi, said that in the life of Gandhi, a Hindu, he found more of the spirit of Jesus than in any Christian he had ever known. Not unlike Jesus in this morning's gospel lesson, saying that even in his own Judaism, he had never seen such deep faith as he found in that Gentile stranger. I had a similar experience about six months ago when back in December I went to visit a friend of mine who is a Muslim as we sat together for a few moments in conversation, he said, I know that for you, this is the season of Advent, when Christians wait with great expectation for Jesus to come again. But based on what I know about Jesus, he continued, I believe that every time anyone reaches out in love and kindness, a little bit of Jesus does come again. To which I said, not even in Israel have I found such faith. 
not even among Christians, have I heard anyone speak in such a wonderful way of the coming again of Christ. All of which is to say that we never know where or in whom we will find the Spirit of Christ and the love of God. Just as Jesus, in today's Gospel lesson, found deep faith in a person beyond the boundaries of his religious tradition, we too find deep faith in people who live beyond the boundaries of our religious tradition, which, if you think about it, should not be so surprising to us. After all, it was Jesus himself who said, that the Spirit of God is like the wind blowing wherever it wants and wherever it will. Which for me has been a lesson long in the learning. I am in my 60th year and it has taken me all my life up to now to let God be that free. Free as the wind to stir and blow and move and go beyond the boundaries of my faith tradition. That doesn't make my faith tradition any less sacred, significant, important, or indispensable. To me, it just acknowledges the truth that my boundaries are not God's barriers. The truth that our traditions are not God's divisions. The truth that God is free. Free to be with, dwell in, and speak through any person and every person. In my experience, this is the kind of truth that is learned best not by hearing sermons or reading books, but by meeting people. I was thinking about all of that this week and thinking about Memorial Day and got to thinking about my dad who went off to fight in World War II for a very long time in very heavy combat. A man who quit school as a 13-year-old fifth grader. So he entered the United States Army essentially illiterate fought as a private, driving a tank, northern Africa, Morocco, the boot, Sicily, up through Italy. And like many of you who were there, he spoke of it very rarely. But I remember one time 
We were talking about theology and matters of the Spirit. My dad started talking about how growing up in Kite, Georgia, very remote part of southeastern Georgia, the churches of, of his area were all a part of that anti-Catholic bias. I don't know if you've ever encountered that or if you even know it has ever existed, but this, you know, this dreadful way of thinking about the church that essentially said Catholics weren't Christians. And my dad had grown up with that, and it's all he'd ever heard. And so it's, of course, if that's all you've ever heard, that's all you know to think. My dad told me one day, never forget it. He said, you know, son, I got over there in Italy dodging bullets. These Catholic boys from New York, Los Angeles, Miami. He said, I watched the Catholic boys die. I held one of them in my arms as he died. He said, let me tell you something. Those Catholic boys were a whole lot closer to Jesus than I have ever been. He said, what they told me back home just wasn't true. I just never knew it until I got to know those boys those boys went to the same Jesus. I sure hope I go to someday. Theology chases friendship. There are some things that we will never believe because we heard it in a sermon or read it in a book. We will come to believe what we really believe when we see it in a person. And that shouldn't be surprising to us either. I mean, sisters and brothers, remember, God did not dispatch an angel choir to sing over Bethlehem because a book was being bound, but because a baby was being born. Ours is an incarnational faith. God revealed in a person, and God revealed in people. All of this came most fully home to me one day, several years ago, when I happened just by chance to be in the presence of a person of another faith whose life was so luminous with the love and goodness of God that as I was walking away from our brief conversation, it occurred to me that I had experienced more of what I call the Spirit of Christ in that person's presence than I sometimes find in the presence of some Christians. One of those moments in life which I know you too have had, one of those moments 
when you have a deeper spiritual connection with a kind and compassionate person of another faith than you feel with some people of your own faith. Which at first is a surprise, but then you think to yourself, why should I be surprised to encounter God in someone who is to me an outsider. Just because someone is an outsider to me, that doesn't make them an outsider to God. After all, my boundaries are my boundaries. But I don't get to recreate God in my image and say that those boundaries are God's boundaries. All of God was in Christ, but all of God is not in Christianity. God is free. Free to be with, live in, and speak through any person, anywhere, anytime. And sisters and brothers, if all this sounds like just some sort of another academic uh, mental exercise, then please hear me. There is something that is altogether practical about this. And that altogether practical, wonderful something is that once we free God that way, God frees us that way. Once we free God to be God beyond our boundaries, God frees us to see God beyond our boundaries. And then... <laughs> you have a whole new life. Because you have a whole new world. Because now you just look at the world in ways that are so new and different that the only phrase I can think of that begins to describe the depth of that transformation is to say that it really is like being born again. Amen.